0: Welcome to Game On, the weekly football podcast Bringing together seasoned professionals, the male star football writers And a celebrity fan or two I'm your host Mark Pugac, don't forget to subscribe to us on Spotify, Apple and Google And if you haven't already, why not sign up for the daily Mail Plus briefing At mailplus.co.uk, where you can also watch Game On on video Hello, I'm Mark Pugac and welcome to Game On. So the final of Euro 2020 ends in heartbreak for England, beaten on penalties by Italy. But England can look forward to the World Cup in Qatar at the end of next year with great confidence after making big strides over the past month. Joining us to discuss everything that happened at Wembley last night, we have Chris Sutton, the former England striker, Martin Keown, the former England defender, and Martin Samuel, the Daily Mail's chief sports writer. I don't quite know where to start. Martin, um, I think if we'd said at the beginning of the Euros they'd reach the final, you would say from England's point of view that you would have to regard that as a pretty encouraging month. What would you say? I thought
1: England were outstanding in in the competition and we're still looking at the wounds. We're almost numb really from from last night. Um, A a remarkable day of events, what we saw, but uh, I, I feel desperately sorry for Gareth Southgate. And, and those players that were brave enough to to stand up and and ultimately miss those penalties that Donnarumma was he just looked like a mountain as well as Pickford did for us. Uh, Donnarumma was an amazing goalkeeper for them. He, right, he was, he was given player at the tournament, I suppose, really for the penalty shootout performances he had, and he was quite brilliant through the competition. But I don't think we need to reproach ourselves in any in a bad way after what happened. Um, We've been tactically, I think, brilliant through the competition. And and even to the last minute, Gareth was making substitutions in the game in readiness for the penalties. And it just didn't come off. Um, But no, uh, I I thought we were brilliant. The the goal we scored was unusual. It was in the first two minutes, a back pass. It seemed to drag out the Italians. And then we went on that incredible attack and Shaw scores a brilliant goal. We thought it was going to be our night, but it just wasn't to be. Chris, what are your thoughts?
2: Um, oh, I mean, mass- massive disappointment last night. Uh, you know, I, I, I do think that the team have made great strides under Gareth, but there's no getting away from it. Last night was a disappointment. I think that uh, that that you know, hindsight's a wonderful thing. Maybe Gareth will look back at his substitutions throughout the game. When you look at what Mancini did, I think throughout the tournament, Italy substitutions always made an impact. And, uh, I mean, it was interesting, really, that it, he took Immobili off. Uh, he moved senior as a centre-forward, got Berardi off, uh, off the uh, right-hand side. Chiesa moved to the left, and uh, and that substitution made a, made a huge impact. Cristanti came on and made an impact. And I think that England had a big problem getting up the pitch in the second half. And, you know, maybe... Getting Grealish on earlier would have been uh, would have been an option, and I think Gareth was sort of late with his substitutions. That would have been the disappointment on the night. Penalties, at this point, Donnerham is a, a you know he's a he's a monster in goal. He's an enormous goalkeeper, and uh, you know maybe it was meant to be as a whole in the tournament. I think many many positives uh, to take out from it, but but last night I think the truth is Gareth got things wrong. For the first time in the tournament, and, and England were made to pay.
1: I didn't think the tactics were right, Chris. We go ahead, but then it's one of those. Let's sit back and see Are they're really good enough to break us down. And the goal actually came from a set piece. It, 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 we nearly got there. Yeah, but it was coming, Martin. It was coming. Martin, it was coming, though, wasn't it? The, it was, but I think it was because we went in front that the change wasn't made earlier. So we really weren't taking part in the game. We were just sitting back and waiting, and they were dominating, growing. Uh, and that was the difficulty for Gareth Southgate. You know, we kind of find ourselves in front against the way the game was playing out. And I could see why then he didn't want to make changes. Other uh,
0: Martin, what are, your, what are you going to be writing about, do you think, today as a reflection on the final of the Euros?
3: I'm going to write it's a game. going to write it's a game. It's all it is. Everyone's family OK? Everything, everything all right in the world? Right? Like, it's a game. That's all it is. It's a game of football. That's what it is. And it's a penalty shootout, and that can go either way. And it's a final, and they're better than us. People keep forgetting this. They're better than us. They're a better team than us. 33 matches unbeaten. Um, When people said to me before the game, what do you think? I said, well, what do I think? I think Italy. That's what I think. If this was two neutral teams, I'd have backed Italy. The only thing that was making me hopeful that it would be different was that this was England. I really would like to see England win it, but it's a game and and you can lose them. And we didn't actually lose it. It's a draw. Um, But then you lose it on the penalty shootout and, you know, Italy lost a penalty shootout um, at the World Cup in 1994. Uh, If you get to finals a lot, um, stuff like this happens. It might happen to a different group of players, but as far as the nation is concerned, if you get to a lot of finals, stuff like this happens. Some of them you lose and some of them you win. our problem is we don't get to enough finals. so when we do it's it's manic it 's a frenzy. People are smashing down barriers outside the entire country' is going nuts. you know people are throwing bottles at each other rather than you know what's the point point of the point of buying a beer and then throwing it. Um, and we've got all of this nuttiness sort of wrapped up in it as well, because we don't get to enough finals. So what you've got to do with this, you've got to get to more finals, you've got to use this as the base to get to more finals, because then the idea that you win some and you lose some, well, that's that's the very nature of a successful team, any successful team, will lose finals. Nobody gets to Barcelona do not win every single final they play. Bar Munich do not win every single final they play. Neither do Manchester United, neither do... Man City got to the final this year. Great team, Man City got beat. Liverpool, great team, got beat. It happens. Stuff happens. And we've got to be used to it. And then you go again.
2: But surely, you know, why do you say it's a game... Gareth Southgate will still analyze what he could have done better over over that 90 120 minutes uh, and uh, and there were things which i think we'd all agree which he got he did get wrong last night yeah, and and from you know it's a game it's been 55 years it's been 55 yeah. years since england have been in the final and and we we still have to say it's a missed opportunity
3: right yeah, but every lost final is a missed opportunity but you you know i'm really why, why did this person take a penalty? Why did that t- person take a penalty? This is, you know, why was it the kids? Why was it this? Well, you've got to trust sometimes that not one of us around here have seen any of those players taking penalties in, in training. They, they haven't looked at any of the psychological evaluations and all of this yeah. stuff that they do these days. And when Eric Dyer walked up against Colombia in 2018, I think the entire country went oh, my God, what the hell is that? Eric Dyer's our anchor penalty taker. No one had ever seen him take a penalty in his life. And we score. And we win it. And everyone's and everyone's happy. And 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 it, and it turns out Eric Dyer was given the anchor penalty role because he was taking them, you know, for fun in training and all the psychological evaluations or whatever described how, you know, he was the perfect guy to be the anchor penalty. So I don't think Gary Southgate has sent five guys in that have, he's drawn out of a raffle. So he sent five guys in that everything told him, these are our five guys. Now we can you look at it when when three of them have missed and gone, "Well, that was a mistake, and it was. And whatever process was used to decide that, Maybe the fact that, that Saka is so young and the baby of the team should have actually outweighed all of the positives. You, you know, if you're writing lists of, of all the positives, maybe that one negative, he's the baby of the team, should have eliminated him from taking the anchor penalty. These are stuff, this is stuff you can go through. But I just think that, that, that sometimes with it, I, I know, there's the, every, Chris, you know, every single time a football uh, match is lost, someone has made a mistake somewhere. You know, now it might just be a mistake that people aren't technically as good as the other team. And I think there's a little bit of that as well. But every football match is lost because someone messes up somewhere. So obviously there are mistakes and obviously there's things we can learn from. But I do think, and if the question that that Mark asked me, what am I going to be writing today? I'm going to be writing it's a game and you need more of these games. And then it doesn't seem so catastrophic that sometimes a final, a penalty shootout or whatever can, can go either way on you, you know, because yeah. that's, that's, that's the story of Italy. That's the story of Germany. I've seen Germany lose plenty of finals. I've seen Germany win plenty of finals. If you get there, you know, that's what happens. And it doesn't become a national crisis if, if it doesn't go for you.
0: That, that, that's Martin Kay. That's a, 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 a fine starting point from Tothermarts Martin England, need to reach more finals. But the fact is, what? it's a very valid question. Why are you sending a 19-year-old out who's not a regular penalty taker for his club? And I take your point about training, Martin, Samuel, but why is he number five? Why not a Sancho or a Rashford? Number five is a key position to be taking a penalty in.
1: I, I don't think it's unfair, unfair what we're doing here. We're picking through the detail of a manager I think has been absolutely outstanding through the competition. He's navigated us through the, every match beautifully, right from the start with his selections with players that were not even fit, okay? I think it's an awful lot easier to sit back in the crowd or wherever we're sat in our armchairs and make these decisions, by the way. Now when I look at it, in the cold light of day, the two players who stood up to take, Rashford and Sancho, have not really done a lot in the tournament. Perhaps they were under more pressure than anybody else. You know, if Luke Luke Shaw steps up, well, we can forgive him because he's already scored the goal in the game. So when you really analyse it, but you haven't got that kind of time. You haven't got that kind of time in the moment. And I think that's where Gareth will reflect. He's already taken responsibility for the penalty takers. Uh, And I think the circumstances of the game were such, and I say it's like a game of poker because we know he put Brunish on and took him off like a card game in the one before. So we know that he didn't really want to, to change his system. And I think a back five was not the right call, personally. But he felt that midfield, and he's told us this publicly before, when the midfield can't perform and it can't do well, he changes it to a five. That was his concern, because this midfield was top draw. And we didn't quite get enough from people. The goal early spoiled us a little bit, because we just sat in. We stuck to our tactics, and we never really played. We didn't see them like we know they can play. I don't like Martin saying that they're better than us. I honestly don't like, I can't take that, Martin. I don't think they were better than Martin, but they were. Yeah, I think they were better with the, that they they played their, a, a familiar system that they're used to. They played to their strengths. Their front six are awesome, ferocious, the way they press. And we just sat in because of the circumstances of the game. And that was really what hurt me watching it. But I was with everyone hanging, hiding behind the sofa, hoping we could make it but it seemed a matter of time before they scored. But if we had that chance again, I think maybe Gareth would want to play the four-three-three 3 3 system, which he moved away from, so moved towards after the World Cup in 2018. The back five doesn't work when it really matters most. It didn't work last night. I, what, what
2: worried me about the the system, I said before the game, and I know Trippier contributed with the goal. Who was going to look after Jorginho? And and the longer the game wait, the longer the game went, it was it was three v two in the center of the center of the park. Mount should, have been with, finished. Mount should have come deeper. and He should have sat on him. But 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 then I felt when when he did change the system and went to a four two three one. The momentum was, was lost. The momentum had gone. England were on the back foot. The confidence had gone. Nobody mm. had the confidence to take the ball under pressure, which which hence will go back to, you know, why not get a Grealish on at that point? And and I think just just on the penalty situation, I think the players extremely brave to step up. But I think Saka mm. who told me this last night that, that Saka mm. had taken two penalty penalties in his career, one for England. I think, in in England youth and uh, and won in an FA Cup youth final or something like that. He'd scored one and missed one. And I think it's legitimate to sort of question why, you know, <coughs> never taken a, 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 a so-called senior penalty, why he's stepping up at number five when there are other players there who have been there and done it. Yes, missed penalties. I can remember Grealish missing a penalty before for Aston Villa and Sterling has missed penalties, but he scored them. But I do think it's a legitimate question to have that weight placed on his shoulders. But I think we need to step back
1: now. We need to step back. This is detail, you know, and applaud what they've done. And we have to learn from it. And Gareth Southgate is an example of learning from missing a penalty in a big tournament, in a key moment. Look what he's done to rebuild his career. He stood and he missed a vital penalty in 96 and he's got a team back there again that nearly won't, went one better. So we need to make sure these players are protected and nurtured and they learn from it. As Martin was saying earlier about the more times we're in this situation, the more times we'll know how to behave. And it comes like a normal behaviour, not just for the fans, but the players and everyone, that we can support in the right way. Because these guys have been magnificent. Until last night, um, they've done everything completely right.
0: Other mm. uh, Martin, the, 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 the public and the team are reconnected, aren't they? That's a big achievement.
3: I would hope so i would, I would hope so they they should be there's no reason not to be um I think the team have been exemplary um, and you know they're a likable group of players um and I'm not saying that as someone who's up at the camp every two minutes or whatever, but from what you see that you know they seem they seem a likable group of players and they seem to be very much in it together. there doesn't seem to be um the cliques and and, and everything that once affected England. The development of the national team can't all be tied up on whether a 19-year-old kid scores a penalty or not. That you know you can't go right he missed that, therefore what we've been doing is 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 not the right thing. This has been a very, very positive experience right up until the point when you lose the penalty shootout. And that's what you take away from it. I mean, Qatar is now—I um, think it's eighteen months away, isn't it? Um, less it's than not even that much away. Yeah, it's not yeah. not even that much, right? And then we're back in again. So um, you you could can—you've got to analyse. You've got to analyse where it got what, um, where it went wrong. You've got to like analyse how can we get on the ball more against against good teams like a, a good team like Italy. How can we get on the ball more and keep the ball? Um, because they were allowed to dictate the game in the, certainly in the second half and from about fifteen minutes uh, to go in the first as well, we had the better of extra time. Funny enough, they were they tying by then. But um, the you know we've we've got to address those we've got to address those issues that uh, and 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 that's for the yeah. management. But in terms of, um, we could go to Qatar now. And you're not thinking, if we play Germany, if we draw Germany, you're not thinking, well, that's us done. If, if we play, uh, draw Italy, you're not thinking, oh, wow. Spain, the same. Whoever we play, even Brazil, even Argentina, you're, not, you're no longer thinking, well, this only goes one way. And that's a, that's a step forward. It doesn't, you can't parade it around London on a, you, you, on a, on a bus or whatever, but that is a massive step forward for English football because, realistically, how far should we have got in this tournament? Yeah. Well, round of 16. Round of 16. First good team we play. Now, Chris, who mm. did you think we were going to be? From
2: no, that Group I, I F?
3: From, from that sense, Group F, we were going to be against Germany, mm. France or Portugal. <clears throat> so if you're thinking realistically, and if you're looking at the history of English football, First good team we play knocks us out. That's 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 what it's been since nineteen sixty six. First good team we play knocks us out. So we're th- th- it, uh, yeah, I
2: take your point, but it doesn't it doesn't actually work like that. But uh, you know, it, it it's said, worked it's, like it's,
3: that for fifty five years, Chris. It,
2: but it's not, uh, but it's not the German. It's not the German side which it once was. I think we'd all agree with that. It, it, I know, mean, a
3: bad German team. They put four past Portugal yeah, a week before. but
2: but they're, but they're not the team which they. Once were they're an erratic oh, team. So on on any given day,
3: they are more inconsistent Germany. But, but, but it, again, but it we, doesn't
2: it doesn't it doesn't work like that. You know, just because you get through to the last sixteen, you, you know, you play a decent side England around. And I know you, you'll go back and you'll you'll look back through history. But this is an England team under it's Gareth. It's called who, facts, who, mate. Who it's not. Now,
3: quite <laughs> Old history is called facts. I can quote every single tournament. The first continued not just still, play, but, but oh, still improved that. under
2: Gareth Southgate, haven't they? Exactly, exactly. But but England I've, were in a better place to take on Germany under Gareth Southgate.
3: That's my point. That is a, absolutely my point, Chris. Oh, that yeah. is absolutely my point. You're,
1: if you're a man of fact then in 2016, France lost the final of the Euros against Portugal, yeah, didn't they?
3: Portugal. Yeah, what, yeah, they, yeah.
1: what did they do two years later? They won the yeah. World Cup. Yeah.
3: yeah. absolutely. So we need
1: so to do the same. We need to do the same This that's is my point.
3: This is my point. This is my absolute point. That 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 what what we've got to do, we've got to get to more of these. You've got to make sure you get to more of these. You and and and, and what Gareth has done, he's 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 changed the culture of the national team already, not just in terms of, you know, what we were talking about, that cliques and stuff like that, but he's changed the, 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 in terms of what we expect now.
1: Today we're hurting, you know, but I think we need to support our manager here in all of this. And I do feel what he's done, he's a special man and uh, makes really good decisions and I think he'll bounce back. Got the pro- I certainly wouldn't want to lose him as our manager, because I know now yeah. he's gathered all this information. He's He's a learner. He takes on board things really quickly uh, and we need that going forward to just this guitars just around the corner. So my when last we... question of the Euros, what will your overriding
0: memory be of the last month, Chris?
2: Um, Just uh, look at very, very positive about England. Very, very positive, you know, going into the tournament. I had reservations about our goalkeeper, Jordan Pickford. I think he's he's been outstanding. John Stones, the Renaissance man, has been has been, you know, had an incredible tournament. Harry Maguire coming in, injured. You could go through the whole team. Rice and Phillips have have, have come of age. And you know, just remember First game of the tournament uh, when Gareth picked the team, Southgate out was trending, wasn't it? You know, he'd got everything wrong. I think the manager has come through it and, and England are progressing nicely. That's what it is. I take Martin's point, we need to get to more finals. But I think as a whole, looking at the at the whole tournament, it, it, it's been a success for England.
3: You tend to look at it from an English point of view. I think the tournament's delivered the best champion. Um, I know Martin disagrees, but I think it's delivered hey, uh... the best champion. Uh, the best team, the best team won. So that makes it a successful tournament. What, what I love about football tournaments is they always rise above whatever obstacles are placed in front of them. And this wasn't a, a, a good tournament in terms of the scheduling, the planning, the the idea of traversing Europe in a pandemic was absolute lunacy. Um, and, you know, Switzerland, 12,500 miles before they played their quarter final. Uh, you know, and, and Seferin has now come out and said he wouldn't do it again. It wasn't fair on the fans and it wasn't fair on the uh, teams that had to fly many more miles than anybody else. Well, thank you, Sherlock. You know, some of us would say that 10 years ago when it was first devised, that, that, that all of the problems that you've cited now, it could be identified 10 years ago. And yet? It's been a great tournament. Um, the football has been has been good. Certainly, in the in the knockout rounds, has been some fantastic games. The the, the day of well, uh, Spain, Croatia, and, and and France, Switzerland was as, as good a quality football and exciting football as, as you'll ever see. So I'm I'm massively cheered by the way that football rises above all the obstacles put in front of it, and as uh, it's delivered a good tournament and. Everything I think about England, I've already said.
1: I loved it that we were, we could go blow for blow right to the end of the competition for once yes. and to be in it, properly in it, with a chance to, to win. It. And we didn't. And we have to say, well, well done to all the people who made that possible. And that, that definite unity now between the people and the players and the fans coming back, returning to the football pitch. And we love them now, you know, and they love us as players And I felt we lost that over the years, but it came back and let's hope it stays there. That's what I picked up and um, I want more of it. I want another tournament when England give us what they gave us in this tournament, but just go one step further, um, you know, before we're all done, because we we were hoping that they were going to do it last night. It's been 55 years. You know, I was born just a week before it was won before. I had no idea about having time to watch it, but... I missed it, it wasn't on in the hospital, but I thought we were going to do it last night. So let's hope we can do it again. Just in just 18 months time, Mum.
0: My thanks to Martin Keown, to Martin Samuel and Chris Sutton. That's all from Game On for the Euros. We hope you've enjoyed what we've done over the last month and the past season. And there's a new season just a month away, and we'll be back for that. Bye bye for now. <laughs> And that's it from Game On. We'll be back next week and every week via Spotify, Apple and Google. That's it from me, Mark Pugach. See you next week for more Game On.